Hey guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy. Happy Thursday. I hope everything's going well. I am excited on this Thursday and I will tell you exactly why. Let's get into what's new so I can explain. I'm going to Kentucky today. That may seem incredibly random, but I'm going for the Derby. Me and my boyfriend are going for our anniversary. I've never been to the Derby before. I think that I could have been a jockey in another life. I'm very small. I think I would have fit perfectly on a horse, and I love horses. It would have been a win-win situation. Missed opportunity, but that's okay. I will live vicariously through the other jockeys at the Derby this weekend. I'm really excited. I think I'm going to wear this like yellow jumpsuit thing that I have. It's very lively, colorful, perfect Derby attire. I did buy this little mock hat. I say mock because it's on a headband, so it's not exactly the most extravagant of hats, but that's because we're not going to be in a box or anything. You know, we're two kids in our 20s. We're just doing a general admission situation, so I don't want to go above and beyond, you know? I just want to be fancy enough to fit in with the cool kids at the Derby, but not too over the top. So I'm very excited to report back on everything Derby when I return. You guys will be the first to know about that experience for sure. We're also driving. It's about an 11 to 12 hour drive from where we are. So that's going to be very interesting. I hope we don't strangle each other on that car ride, but I think it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. I love car rides personally, and I feel like I haven't done a full on road trip in a long time. So we're going to get the snacks, the drinks, more food, the full experience. Next up for what's new, I have something kind of cool to talk to you guys about. So the magazine that I started at my university, Spec Magazine, the current president reached out and asked if she could do an interview with me about how I started the magazine, what compelled me to start it, what compelled me to keep going with it, how I built it up, how it's affected me, what I'm doing now, all of those things and more. If you want to listen to it, I'm not sure when it's going to be up, but when it is up, it'll be on specmag.org and it's going to be in a podcast form. So just like this, you'll get to hear more of my lovely voice. I would like to do a little bit more of an in-depth about that process and that experience in college for me because it was such a huge one. But if you want a piece of it now, definitely look out for that. It was a really good conversation and I love the current president. I love all that she has done with the magazine since I have left and all of my successors after me. They've really built it up and gotten it to a place where I didn't even dream was possible for it, which is just such a fulfilling thing to see people continuing on, people really loving it enough to continue it after the founder leaves. There's just something so special. And she said she was going to get spec on her sash. You guys, that just warmed my heart. If you know what I'm talking about, for college, you can put specific things, clubs you are a part of, organizations on your sash. You can get it engraved for when you walk at commencement. You get all dressed up to graduate. And she and like three other seniors are putting spec on their sash. I just think that it is so special. I'm glad that it meant as much to them as it did to me. But that's all that I have for what's new. Those were some fun updates. But let's get right into what's hot because our what's hot section is dedicated entirely this week to the 93rd Academy Awards, the Oscars. We're going to talk winners, best dress, where it was held. Let's get right into it because there's so much to dissect. First of all, it was at Union Station. I think they did a beautiful job with the venue. I really liked it. It felt like it was a party that I wanted to be at. And they did mention the fact that they weren't wearing masks, that this would be similar to a movie set, that everybody gets tested beforehand, everybody gets tested multiple, multiple times, and then when they're rolling, they have their masks off, and when they're not, they put their masks back on. So I think that they explained that as much as they could. I thought that it was really well done. I loved the DJ. I just thought that was a really fun element to bring to the Oscars. 
I do see things changing and I like that. I like the candid nature of things. I like that people are just saying what they want to say. I mean, things were bleeped out because it is ABC, but still, I love the candid culture of it all, so was not mad about some of those instances. If you watched it, you know what I'm talking about. But before we get into the winners of it all, I want to talk about the pre-show because Ariana DeBose and Lil Rel Howery did a great job at hosting the pre-show. I thought that it was really entertaining. I like that they did the performances at the pre-show because I think people kind of get bored of those within the show, to be honest. I like them personally, but I think some people might see it as wasted time, especially when award shows go so, so long. So I think that was really good how they did it. I also love watching the pre-show just to see the actual outfits, to be able to see everyone's dresses and suits and everything that they're wearing. Some of my favorites, Amanda Seyfried's red Armani gown, gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Talk about a statement dress. Specifically, I love the Oscars because this is the last of the award ceremony. So I feel like these actors go all out in what they're wearing. Another one that went all out, Zendaya. She is always on my best dress list. She never misses a beat. She was in a gorgeous yellow Valentino dress. She seriously does no wrong in the style and outfit department. I love her so much. Also in Valentino, Carrie Mulligan. She truly looked like an Oscar. She was wearing the most extravagant gold gown. Oh my gosh, you guys, breathtaking. And then Margot Robbie coming in. In Chanel, she wowed everyone with the bangs. Everyone is second guessing whether they should be having bangs now because of Margot Robbie. And of course, her dress was so beautiful. Another one of my favorites, Halle Berry in that mauve colored Dolce & Gabbana gown. I love the color mauve, especially on a dress. It just looks so elegant and she always looks amazing, but this color really suited her. For some of the guys, because I can't leave them out, Riz Ahmed. I love the all black look, Prada no less. It just looks so chic and it looks a little bit different too because I know you can just do your standard tux at the Oscars or any award ceremonies, but just to do a one color tone, I don't know, there's something so cool and elegant about it. I really loved it. And then of course, Leslie Odom Jr. in a double-breasted gilded Brioni all gold suit. He stole the show for the guys. I mean, everybody knows it. He just came saying, I want to look like an Oscar tonight, and he did. So props to him and to all of the people in my best dressed category. Those are your winners this year. Now I'm going to just run down the list of all of the winners for the Oscars. If you guys did not watch this past weekend, but still want to be knowledgeable about it all, want to be able to say who won, what did they win for, then listen to this rundown. You can pause it later, go back to it, whatever you need. I got you guys. First up. Best Screenwriter, Emerald Fenn for Promising Young Woman. Best Adapted Screenplay, Christopher Hampton and Florian Zeller for The Father. International Feature Film, Another Round, which was a film from Denmark. Best Supporting Actor, Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah. Best Makeup Slash Hairstyling, Mia Neal, Sergio Lopez Rivera, and Jamika Wilson for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Best Costume Design, my personal favorite category, Anne Roth for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Best Director, Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. Achievement in Sound, Sound of Metal. Best Live Action Short Film, Two Distant Strangers. Best Animated Short Film, If Anything Happens, I Love You. I love that title. Best Animated Feature, Soul. 
Documentary Short Subject, Colette. Documentary Feature, My Octopus Teacher. Visual Effects, Tenet. Actress in a Leading Role, Yu Jung Yoon for Minari. She for sure had the best speech. It was so pure. I love her so, so much. Apologies if I said her or anybody else's name wrong. I looked up everyone's pronunciation before, but I'm doing these fast, so keep me honest. Production design, Mank. Cinematography, Eric Messerschmidt for Mank. Film editing, Sound of Metal. The Gene Herschelt Humanitarian Award, Tyler Perry. Original score, Soul. Original song, Fight For You by Her. And the three that people probably care about the most, even though there are so many amazing awards and accolades within those. Best Picture, Nomadland. Best Actress, Frances McDormand for Nomadland. And Best Actor, Anthony Hopkins for The Father. That last one shocked me a little bit. I did think it was going to go to Chadwick Boseman. But I have to say, for all of these, I did not watch the vast majority of these movies. And because of that, I don't have a ton of opinions about all of the awards, which is why I thought I would just list them for you guys. You can formulate your own opinions if you've seen these. If you haven't, now you can see the winners. If that influences you to watch them, go ahead. But obviously, these are just some people's opinions on who did it best. So I always encourage people to watch all of the nominated movies, which I will probably do now that the Oscars are over. But I was talking to my brother about this, and in my family, we are big moviegoers. We love the movies. We love film. We love going to the theater. We love that experience. Since we were little, our parents have instilled that in us, that this is like a fun, exciting thing to do. So I think the fact that we have not been able to go to theaters, that we weren't able to see any of these on the big screen as they were intended... That does take a little bit out of it, but you know what? When theaters open back up, maybe they'll do a showing of all of the nominated movies. I think that could be really cool. Or I know people are also renting out theaters, and I think it's not super expensive, and you can just show however many movies you want. So maybe do that with your friends. Look into it if that's something that you would be interested in. But me and my mom did get movie theater popcorn to make the awards a little bit more special for ourselves. Little things go a long way, you guys. But that's it for what's hot. That was your 93rd Oscar recap. Now you can go talk at all of your dinner parties and know everything about all of these films. You are so much more intelligent now. Congratulations. Now let's get right into what's good because I have what I like to call the influencer collective for you guys. And this is really the theme of this episode. From what's good to need to know basis, we are going to talk a lot about influencers, influencing your influence on others, But it all starts with what's good because I put together a list of some people that I'm following right now, people that influence certain decisions for me, mostly style, fashion, music decorations, things like that. But I do follow a lot of these people for other aspects of my life too, and I just like to consume their content. So I thought that would be fun to go through that with you guys. But before we do that, I need to talk about three products with you guys that I recently bought. The first one that I want to talk about is a Drew House bucket hat. Now... I have opinions. I do like this bucket hat, okay? But saying that, I do not feel like I'm a bucket hat person. To be completely honest, I bought this bucket hat because I wanted a Drew sweatshirt so bad. If you guys don't know what Drew House is, it is Justin Bieber's brand of clothing. 
it's cool. It's considered streetwear. I like it. There's this one sweatshirt that has a smiley face on it with the words Drew as the smile. That's the one that I really want, okay? And maybe I'll get one one day, but every single time that he does a new drop, I never get one because they're never there. Like, he just hasn't released a new sweatshirt with that logo on it in a while. So for quite some time, I was waiting and waiting and waiting. The last drop, I just got so fed up that I'm like, okay, I'm just going to buy something because I've gone on this site so much and purchased nothing. Now, maybe to a normal person, they would take that as a sign that you shouldn't be buying anything. But in this case, I thought... Yeah, but maybe we could get a cool Instagram picture out of it for Typically Peachy. We can show them what the bucket hats look like. So that's what you guys are going to get this week on the Instagram. A picture of the bucket hat and some of the other products that I'm going to share. But I will say, I don't know if I'm going to still hold out for a sweatshirt. I felt confident in the fact that I was going to for a long time. Maybe if I go on their site and I absolutely love one of the ones available in the next coming months. But if not, it's fine. No harm. No foul. We'll see. If I do end up getting one, you guys will obviously know about it. To describe the bucket hat a little bit, it is cute. It does have the smiley face on it, and it's a corduroy mustard yellow color. So all in all, it's a unique piece. I feel like I'm going to look back on it years from now and be like, yes, that piece perfectly describes my feelings and fashion sense in my 20s. In reality, do I wear bucket hats? No, not since I was like five. But still, I'm committed to wearing this one now. Next up... Emma Chamberlain's sweatpants. Now, I added this in there because I'm talking about the Influencer Collective. I have never, besides this purchase, bought merch from any of the influencers that I follow. And I am an avid follower, you guys. I follow the Instagrams. I watch the YouTube videos for a lot of my favorite people. Emma's videos, I do really like them. I think that there's a demographic that probably relates to them a little bit more than me. Maybe they're a little bit younger, a little bit quirkier, I don't know. But I do still really like her and I find her videos really entertaining. I think that her style is pretty cool and what she's been able to do in the influencer space is really amazing. So I definitely support. Why I bought her sweatpants though, the sole reason is because they have my name on them. So while I would love to support all of the influencers out there by buying their merch because I know that they work so hard on it, I can't always get myself to do it because I have to prioritize my purchases sometimes. But I bought these sweatpants. My honest review of them, I love the sweatpants because they are very comfy. They're really cute. I will say that when they came, they did come a little bit distressed, but I talked to customer service about it. They got back to me right away. They were incredibly helpful. They gave me multiple solutions. So in my opinion, if you have a company, no matter what it is as an influencer, if it's a product, if it's just merch, if it's anything, if you have A1 customer service, you're on the right path. Because for me, that is something that is so incredibly important to feel as a customer like you are being seen and heard. And I definitely did with her product. You will also be seeing these sweatpants on the Instagram, so check that out as well. And then my last product for you guys, before we get into my list of influencers, I am very excited about this one. It is a jewelry company. It is called Slide Jewelry. I am actually an ambassador for Slide Jewelry, which is exciting for you guys because that means I have a discount code. First off, about the product, I got the Honey Box which is a subscription box that you get every single month and then they send you one of their best products. So this month I got a really cute dainty chain bracelet, which is gold plated. It works with basically all of my outfits, which I really love. 
I'm obsessed with versatile jewelry. If I can wear it Monday through Sunday, you're doing something right in my book because I don't want to have to take things off all the time. I don't want to have to think about color coordinating every single day of my life. I would rather just have staples and then be able to add to them as opposed to having to change them out all the time because even though I love fashion, I love jewelry, I love styling, sometimes you just need something simple that's going to go with everything. So this is definitely something that you're going to be able to layer a lot and that's a lot of their pieces on their website. If you go to slidejewels.com, it's really chic, simple stuff. Their mission, they say that they handcraft luxury and affordable jewelry made out of high quality stainless steel and 18 karat gold plating. You'll be able to see the bracelet that I got as well on the Instagram. I'll let you guys know about new products as they come out, if it's something that I really like. And then if you guys like it, you can purchase yourself. So the discount code for you, it is typically peachy to get 30% off your order. It's all one word, typically peachy. And 30% is a pretty substantial amount. So if you want to try it, no harm, no foul, there's your discount code. Alright guys, now let's get into the influencers slash YouTubers I have been loving lately. First up, Saray and Jalen. Saray is somebody that I know has a YouTube channel on her own, but I didn't really start watching her until she made her couples channel with her boyfriend Jalen. I just love them. There's something so entertaining about watching them. I feel like I watch a lot of couple YouTube channels. I just think that they're funny, like watching couples interact with each other, see their energy. And I also think Jalen is hilarious. He makes like very small remarks that are just funny to watch. Next up, Claudia Saluski. Claudia Saluski is somebody that I've been following for forever, but I really love her. One, because of her style, two, because of her editing, and three, because of her candidness in how she feels about life honestly she also is dating phineas who is billy eilish's brother so that's just an interesting element you can see her get ready before the grammys things like that but it's also just the everyday things of how she styles her home the products that she gets for her dogs things like that that i really like to watch and again her editing her commitment to it is just so cool she does a lot of things that are super unique within the space next up cody and alexis johns Another couples channel, I think that I like them because they're high school sweethearts. They have great energy with each other. They're such kind people. Like genuinely, you can just feel how kind they are through a camera, which I feel like is rare. I think a lot of YouTubers sometimes look like they're putting on a show, but they just seem completely genuine, which I really like to watch. Next, Lore DIY. I have been watching her for a while as well. A lot of these people are OGs for me. I used to love watching her DIY projects, but lately she's been aging up her content, which I personally like to see, especially when influencers grow with their audience. I just think it becomes more entertaining, you know, like we don't necessarily want to watch the same things that we were watching five, ten years ago. Next, for workout videos, Pamela Reef. I just found her. I love her workout videos. I like that she puts actual good music in them, which I'm not sure how she does that. I don't know if she pays for the copyrighted music or maybe they're just not copyrighted songs. I'm not sure, but either way, it makes it great for a workout video because I hate workout videos where one, you're not listening to music or two, if the music is just not good and doesn't hype you up throughout the workout. Okay, now going into more Instagram influencers that I follow. Aurora James. 
She's the founder of the brand Brother Velias, which has some really beautiful, sustainably made products. Most of the items are a bit out of my price range, but it definitely gives me style inspo, which is something that I'm constantly looking for on these platforms. And her feed is just so beautiful to look at. I love following. Next, Lauren Conrad, always. She just holds such a special place in my heart. She's the co-founder of The Little Market, which is a nonprofit that supports economic empowerment for women in underserved communities. I love The Little Market, and I love Lauren Conrad. I love the pastel vibes that she puts out on her Instagram. It's just a beautiful thing to look at from time to time. Next, Hannah Bronfman. I love her. She's the founder of HB Fit, which provides healthy beauty and fitness info. I've gotten recipes from her, smoothies, healthy snacks. She just makes me feel like healthy, wholehearted living is possible. And that's the kind of inspiration I need in my life. Some photography influencers that I follow that I really love, Christina Mittermeier. Her handle is at Mitty, M-I-T-T-Y on Instagram. Most of the others that I've listed are just their names on Instagram. But she's a photographer and also the co-founder of Sea Legacy and Only One, which Only One is an environmental conservative organization. I love her photographs of the world. She just takes the most gorgeous pictures, making me love our planet even more. Seriously, it just makes me so happy about how much beauty is actually in the world. You know, something to break up all of the other content in your life. I know that we see maybe a lot of fashion style, aspirational living type of situations on Instagram. But if you just stop and look at the earth and all that it is, all of its beauty, it just puts you a little bit more into reality. So I love her stuff. Another photographer who is a fashion photographer is Corey Tenold. He's shot for Vogue, New York Times, Chanel, Burberry, Versace, the list goes on. I love his photographs so much because it's like a model off-duty kind of look. I love that type of photography, looking candid but fabulous at the same time. He has shot some of my favorite fashion photographs. And last up for this list, I had to add one, a costume designer, Kobe Yates. He's a designer and a fashion consultant and stylist. His looks are so unique and expressive. I love following his content. His Instagram is just so cool all the time. Sometimes I'll just go onto his page and scroll because it doesn't always show up on my feed, but I still want inspiration. So I just look and look and look and see what he's posted previously. So there you guys go. This is the top list of people that I could think of right now. I will say that this list is ever-changing. I'm constantly finding new people, seeing who I like to follow, seeing who I don't like to follow anymore. So many things can change that. Sometimes I outgrow their content. Sometimes I just don't like following it anymore. Or sometimes it's just replaced by somebody new. It's ever-changing, but there are some of those people in there that have been in there forever who I feel like have kind of grown at the same pace as me, which is a really interesting thing to see, especially from people that you literally don't know but just to kind of grow at the same parallel time. Also, I want to say that I know that the influencer space is kind of a newer one that we're beginning to accept. I think that it is a phenomenal way for brands to reach consumers through advertisements, through organic advertisements, for people to actually talk about products that they like. I think that it's better for the consumer. I think it's better for the brand. I think that people actually find out about things that align with their style, their lifestyle more so than if they just saw an ad on TV. Like having these people that they trust, that they find common interest in, or even that they don't find common interest in, 
but they think that what they're doing is really cool and they want to emulate that a little bit more than to just know what those products are because they speak on them is something that I think is really cool. So I know that people have mixed opinions on it, but I think if we move more into the space of thinking about this as truly an organic marketing tool that can really show you the things that you want in a natural integration, I think is awesome. And I think too, just the transparency of it is what we need to be talking about more. What people really didn't like is when people were just shoving products down their throat and not saying anything about them, not actually giving honest reviews. But if you're talking about the things that you actually like, you actually wear, you actually use, then that builds that trust. So just talk about it. That's my two cents. But moving into a fictional influencer that I really want to touch on because she has had influence in so many different people's lives. This is a movie recommendation for you guys that I am sure basically everybody has seen, but it's a reminder to go rewatch it if you need a content upper, if you need something to brighten your day and brighten your mood. I'm talking about Legally Blonde, an OG influencer, Elle Woods. She almost made me want to be a lawyer, I'm going to be honest. She made it look fabulous. She was so nice throughout the whole process. Honestly, justice for Elle because she was the only kind person in that movie for a long time until she met Emmett, essentially. Her boyfriend was mean. All of the people in law school were mean. Basically, you guys, don't judge a book by its cover even if they're wearing head-to-toe pink and holding a chihuahua, okay? Speaking of chihuahua, Bruiser was 100% the main character star of this movie. You can fight me on that. Bruiser's the best. The dogs always win in every single movie I watch. That's just a fact. I also personally love that this was filmed at USC, my alma mater, because it just makes it fun to watch, getting to see everywhere that she goes, pretending that it's law school when it's fully not. I also love when they harp on her being from California, them saying things like Malibu Barbie, go back to LA, when they're completely fully filming in LA. It's just so funny to me, those little Hollywood moments. Also, can we just talk about how in the world did she increase her LSAT score so much from her practice tests? I don't know much about the LSAT, but I do know that the score that she was trying to get is incredibly hard, and to increase it that much from a practice test, this is when you know that it's a movie, okay? And that's what brought me to reality of like, Emma, okay, you do not actually want to be a lawyer. Don't let Elle Woods change your opinion on that. But if anybody could, it probably would have been Elle Woods, so I guess I'm not being a lawyer anytime soon. But who knows, maybe I'll change my mind one day. Nothing is unreachable. And lastly, for what's good, I have two songs for you guys. Love and War in Your 20s by Jordi Searcy and Nostalgic by Arizona. Both great songs. All right, let's round out this episode with Need to Know Basis. Influencer Collective, we are continuing on with the theme. My question for you guys for this week and what we're going to answer together How do you best influence those around you? And how do you get influenced? In what ways? Who do you let influence you? The thing is, you don't need to have a following for people to be looking up to you or for you to be setting an example of any kind. So first, let's tackle the first one. How do you influence? Here are just some tips that I've thought of that I feel like if you hold true to these, you're doing something right. First off, be excited about what you're doing. Whatever it is that you're putting out there, be excited about it. If you post a picture of yourself, be excited about the picture that you post. If you're promoting a product, be genuinely excited about that. If you're telling a friend about a restaurant, 
Be excited about that restaurant. Be excited to share it with them. Because if you're not excited about it, who's going to be excited about it? You're supposed to be the most excited person in the room about the things that you're speaking on. And if you're not, find other things to promote. Find other things to talk about. Find other things to post. Only put out those things and influence people with them if you are truly excited yourself about what you're putting out. My next piece of advice for this is that mistakes are okay to make. I know that we live in a world where it feels a little bit scary to mess up or to say something wrong or something that could truly hurt someone else. To that, I say that if your intentions are good, you empathize with those around you, you follow your moral compass, you're going to be okay. We are all humans. We all make mistakes in things that we say and things that we do in ways that we act. I've personally made them. I'm going to make them today. I'm going to make them tomorrow. You have to learn, understand, grow. And people that want to see your progress personally and professionally will stay around. And if they don't, that's okay too because we are all so incredibly different that you can't expect every single person to like what they hear and see. I'm not good at math, but I know that that would not make sense statistically. Okay, we can't please everybody, but we can always try to do our best. Stay true to you. That is probably my biggest tip in this influential space that we're talking about. And my last piece of advice about this specific part of it, people love passionate people. Just do what you're doing, and if it attracts others, great. And if not, guess what? You're still doing what you love to do. Now, let's get into some advice on accepting influence and letting that into your life. Something really important, I think, to remember is to accept influence without letting it take over your own personal influence. You can accept a lot of different people's opinions and thoughts and learnings into your own life, but also remember that thing about staying true to yourself, about things that you care about, because I think it's really easy to get oversaturated and to kind of be confused about what you actually think, how you actually view things. Even something as simple as your style. You know, you can see somebody's style and be like, oh, I really like that, and I like that, and I like that. What do I actually like? Is this my style, or am I just following their style? Take inspirational parts, but don't lose yourself in that. You can adapt it. You can evolve it within yourself without losing who you are and mold that into your personal style. Obviously, style is just one example, but I think you guys get what I'm saying. Just stay true to you because there's a lot of noise out there, and sometimes it's good to learn from it, but to not let it completely overwhelm you and take away your individuality. My next tip for this is to be open to changing your sources, changing who you follow, expanding that group. Like I said when I was mentioning all of those influencers that I follow, it's ever-changing. That list should be ever-changing. There are so many people and concepts and ideas out there and creative pieces of work and movements and all of these different types of things that sometimes you have to do the work than to just look past your feed. Because otherwise, you're going to be seeing the same thing over and over and over again. And those things should be changing as you're changing, as you're growing. So just keep that top of mind, that it doesn't need to always stay the same. Next is kind of something that I was already talking about, but you can take influence from multiple different places and people in piecemeal. What I mean by that is you are tiny compilations of things. This is like what I was saying. You hear and see and experience and learn from all of these different sources. You can like an artist's style and not like his music. 
He can influence your style without having an impact on your music taste. I don't believe that we always need to think about things and people in an all-or-nothing way. Let things into your life that you like, that you agree with, that you feel like you can learn from, but it doesn't have to be every single part of them. Another thing that I think that we should just be conscious of, some of my favorite people to follow have completely different lives, situations, interests than me. I know that this seems like kind of an obvious one and maybe one that gets shouted at you a lot to like outsource and look for more than just the things that you're interested in. But I'm telling you guys about it as more of a way that if you are also a creative person or even if you're not and you just like to consume a lot of content as we all do, there are so many pockets that you have not even seen yet that if you were to look for, it could be your new favorite thing. Sometimes I just try to challenge myself to do that, to like go on a rabbit hole that is completely not at all what I would like or think that I would like. So a really basic example of that, I am not very into math or finances or anything like that, but to try to surround myself with more content about finances or the stock market or things that if I were to just think about my interests in life, they wouldn't come up as a top 10 for me. You know, but because I outsourced a little bit, because I looked further, maybe now I am a little bit more curious to know what I don't know and why I don't know more about it and how knowing that could benefit me and my life and the people around me a little bit more. So again, just one example of that, but you guys get it. Expand your horizons. You know, we're always being told that, but it's true. There's so much out there. There's so much content. There's so many lessons to be learned And if we just take that one step further, we could all be mega geniuses and live a super fulfilling life. That sounds amazing to me. And last piece of advice is more of a reminder than anything else. But not all of your influences need to be aspirational. I think people are realizing that they relate more to real. And this goes back to how you yourself influences too. Be real and you will attract real. We don't always need to put out these grandiose lifestyles and how amazing our lives are and all the perfect aspects of it because it's not perfect. It's not always peachy. There are so many ups and downs. Sometimes it feels like more downs than ups and then sometimes it switches the other way around and you feel like everything's going right and then another thing goes wrong (laughs) and then more things go wrong and then one really great thing goes right. You get what I'm saying. It's crazy. Life is insane. It's always going to be insane. But there is some sense of unity in the fact that we are all going through it together in this human experience and as a typically peachy community because we are all just figuring it out one day at a time, one week at a time, one Thursday at a time. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope that you guys like to hear a little bit about the people that I follow Thank you for listening. Have an excellent weekend. I will update you guys on the Derby. I challenge you guys all to follow one new influencer this week. Think about how you're influencing people. Watch Legally Blonde if you need something to smile and laugh at. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. (laughs) 